Yo, what is good? This is your boy, Smoking Jay, the Fantasy Fornicator. And I just want to let you guys know, sign up with Monkey Knife Fight. They will match your first deposit up to $50 when you use the promo code DUBROS. That is D-A-B-R-O-S. Baseball is back. We still got UFC. Basketball is back as well. And football is right around the corner. Make sure you guys log in to monkeyknifefight.com. Download their app. Use the promo code once again, DUBROS. They will match your first deposit up to 50 bucks. That's free money. You can never go wrong with free money. Let's get it, baby. Hello there. This is Richard Dent. You're listening to the Bears, Booze, and the Bros podcast. I- I'm warming up to the Seahawks. I'm warming up to the Seahawks. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to Bears, Booze, and the Bros. This is your bro, Smoking Jay, with the other bros, Doc PLC, Fantasy Sweetness, Fantasy Renegade, and Bulgar Scott Free representing that GMM network. You you guys already know how that goes. And today we're going to prepare you guys because this is draft season. This is the time you guys get ready, primed and ready for that fantasy football draft. He's going to we the got war. a fantasy football 101 show. So we're going to kick this shit off. Doc, let's talk about the different type of leagues that there are in fantasy football. Oh, man. There are so many different types of leagues in fantasy football, and that's what makes fantasy football so much fun. Um, If you go back, one of the main plays that started it all is just the standard scoring PPR that everyone's familiar with. Uh, Right. Now, that is – I would like to say that the standard league is becoming a thing of the past. Um, there's something something to be said with it, but we're moving more towards a PPR league. For those of you that don't know, PPR is point per reception. So if your player gets a catch, they get a point. It's fantastic. It makes for higher scoring. It makes things more fun. It makes for the draft strategy to be a little different. A vaster player pool. Well, right. It it definitely makes the player pool a little bigger. And you have to think, you know, it changes who gets drafted first. Like Christian McCaffrey becomes way more valuable now because he's getting 100 receptions out of the backfield on top of all his rushing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only do we have one-point PPR, we have half-point PPR. That's like in between a standard and a PPR league. But I don't mind. it's more value to that uh, wide receiver who gets a lot of receptions, the running backs who catch the ball out of the backfield. So, you know, that's uh, that's where we are with the half-point PPR. Uh, there's also what we call a super flex, which if you listened to our show a couple weeks ago, we got, we got a normal flex position, has a wide receiver, a tight end, or – a running back. You can have any three of those in that. But with the super flex, you now add in, you can add in another quarterback. So you can have a Patrick Mahomes and a Matt Ryan on your team. Now you have two elite quarterbacks on your team, carrying your team, whatever you want to do, however you want to do it. There's multiple ways you can get you know, a lot of quarterbacks are going to go early. So if you want to load up on skill positions, you can do that as well. It just, that's a, the super flex is also fairly new. It creates a whole new way to play fantasy. One thing we have on here that I'm not familiar with, hopefully one of you guys can pick it up for me, an IDP league. I don't know what that is. So an, an, IDP, an IDP league is individual defensive player. I believe if I, you know, know, according to my research, that's what the acronym IDP stands for. But uh, in most IDP leagues, you won't have the traditional DST. You'll have the IDP and you'll have normally like, uh, you know, some some small IDP leagues just have one. But the one I'm in in particular, there's seven. So there's two, you know, DL uh, uh, or DE because they, they they you know they they uh they categorize them as the same. But then there's an LB, you have two of those, and then two DBs, and then a one flex. 
So you're a week in, week out, starting your draft, your lineup, you know what I mean? And like scoring formats are usually custom, but you know, it's anywhere from like, you know, uh, you know, a tackle is like a quarter of a point or, a, you know what I mean? Or a, a sack is two points or even like, you know, in my IDP leagues, we make the sacks five points. So they're real swing. Like, you know, they could really swing a matchup. You know what I mean? But so an individual draft, uh, or defensive player league is going to be for somebody who's a little more experienced. Yeah. It's a real obsessive. It's not for beginners. I, I That's going to require a ton of research. So you better have time. It makes gotta, the defense kind of important like the offense. It's the same thing. Know your the same players. thing, basically, is just the defense now. Yeah. You, now kinda, you got like a Aaron Donald or a Khalil Mack. Those are the top type guys uh you gotta know your sleepers too yeah you gotta know your sleepers you know Robert. you know what i wouldn't mind i've never tried one of those leagues but it's kind of interesting though i'm not gonna lie like i, I wouldn't mind trying oh, no, nothing too crazy i wouldn't mind with like a league where it has like maybe two two or three or four of those idp positions. twenty dollar league before the season starts Let's go. Yeah, yeah like i wouldn't mind trying it you know what i'm saying it's something different and we yeah. gotta expand ourselves right it adds to the repertoire you know what i mean gotta like, do. Now, okay, here's, a, here's another one. Do you get to pick a position for every single, like, you got to pick a down lineman and a linebacker? Yeah, like, yeah, I just said that. So, yeah, he just so said. how many do you get? Well, it, 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 it depends on the league. league. It depends. Yeah, because a lot okay, of. But what's the, more, what's the most standard shit that you see? Well, the most standard IDP leagues would be like you have a DST and you have one IDP spot. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. just one right. player. Just one. But the That's one I'm in mean is a full on. It's it's full on where there's no DST and you and you like have that. seven spots. You have one one flex and two of each uh, 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 a level. So two from the front line, which could be either defensive lineman or defensive end. Two linebackers, two DBs. Mm. You know what I mean? So like I tend to target guys like a Derwin James. A Jamal Adams. When I'm looking at my DBs, yeah, you go. I, I, I'm not looking at. I'm not looking at shutdown corners because they're probably going to get low pass volume. Like a little Eddie Jackson. They don't look there. at them. They don't look yeah, at them. Yeah, I'm looking at That's some good information right there. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's good to know that. All right. So let's go into the next part of this fantasy football 101. We're talking about preparation for the draft season. What do we do in the off season to get ready? What do we advise our listeners? Drink a lot. So... <laughs> We're going to go ahead. I'm going to kick the sh- – Renegade, let's go with you first. What do you do and what do you recommend our listeners Ooh. to do in the off season? Go ahead. All right, man. The first thing, uh, me and Bogey, we talked about it on his show. I re- I'm not a college guy, so, you know, we – we. I mean, I know he said it too, me and him, we like to go back and just look at college tapes. So, you know, we got to get familiar with them rookies, them – cream hunts and those type of guys coming in even a saquon barkley if you're not too familiar with football period but everybody should know a saquon the barkley pride coming of Penn in. State. you know but uh i try to get familiar with the guys that, yeah Miles sanders as well uh like you know guys like that uh yeah watching so, college tape is very important because you yeah. don't want to miss out on those rookies we, we think about the obj's the juniors yeah yep. Even my, you know me, you know, you know, yeah, I, I, I did a lot of D, uh, DK Metcalf tape last year. You guys know I was real high on him. Uh, and uh, I was kind of sad he went to the Seahawks because I'm not oh, really a Seahawks fan. I'm warming up to Pete Carroll took nothing, off his shirt when he first de- met that, that, that was dope. That was dope. That, that was, was some boss ass shit, bro. Yeah. I, I, I'm warming up to the Seahawks. Oh, oh, what you say? Everybody, hold the floor. I'm warming up to the Seahawks. I'm warming up to the Seahawks. They're, oh, they're, they changed that. their culture. They're, they're not the I Seahawks I didn't that. like before. Man, it's kind of different. So that's gonna be in our show open. It's done because I take I I take I took I Carson last year and I took and Russell Wilson. I don't know. I love Russell Wilson. It's a curse, but uh, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll take that. I hate Seahawks. I'm a nice. 
Other other things that I like uh to do is mock draft my ass off in the yeah. off season. Just mock draft, mock draft, mock. Even if you don't know your position, just mock draft. Choose every different position. Do yeah. it randomly. That's a great. Point. So don't don't do it off the numbers that you like. Oh, I, I want to be there, one is or there two. Is there an app? Or no. Is there one specific? Do not be recommend above do, everyone else. Do not be um, a ranking. I like uh I like. Sleeper app, shout out to Fornicator and all the rest of the guys for putting Sleeper, on give that me app. money. Shout out Sleeper app. Give us yeah, money. Sleeper app is pretty dope. I like Shut doing my Sleeper. drafts. That's like none, that's bar none, just above the rest. Uh, Better than Yahoo, better than ESPN. Like it, it shows the whole draft board. You get to your pick, you get to invite everybody. It's pretty dope. Like, you get to it see is. the picks as they go. So, it shows the whole draft board. And then it's it. kindergarten friendly. Like, it's all colorful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Really? It's very colorful. So when I'm shrooming, I'm like, oh, For shroomers, yeah. For shroomers, they tweak out. Well, it's not their turn. Shout out all the Luigi's of the world. Shout out all the Luigi's of the world. Yes, sir. Weakness, what do you do to prepare for draft season in the off season? I mean, I like, I love to look for situations opportunities and situations that's my mo the guy might not be the most talented person but he's got all the shoot he's got all the opportunity in the world like to have that specific season and uh there's no love lost in football with me so i would draft a guy of big name and not really care about him at the end of the day because it's all about opportunity and and um that's, that's my thing opportunity, yeah opportunity is everything no loyalty yeah, <laughs> yeah. No shot, no shot. Not there's not. no loyalty when there's money involved. Tell me not. No, you're right. right. Like I said, hey, loyalty, loyalty won me some money, baby. Side, side note: Tomorrow night we're going into the war room. Yes. Yes, sir. All of us. Gentlemen in the killing field. It's gonna be a bloodbath. You better swing your sword hard. I, I think I think my my team's gonna be real nice. You better be that act. Or, or as Boulder would put it, it's like a pick overall. So you're going to have, you're going to be literally be able to pick from all of the people minus one. I I literally told my brother who he's going to pick before he started picking him. What? Remember? I told you, QB. You don't know. You You don't know who I'm picking. You told me Barkley, and I told you you're wrong. You're so, talking about me. He's talking about me. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about, oh, my bad, my bad. My yeah, bad. you told me he was going Barkley. I told you no way. I scared, thought he would go Barkley. Scared, scared people draft scared people. Oh, that's scared, that scared drafting Mahomes? I think that's taking going out of limb, actually. Let me say this. First off, this is good talk. I feel so bad for that limb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're gonna break that limb without There's no a limb. It's a super flex. There's no limb. There's no. There's no limb. There's no limb. It's a super flex league. Of course, you're gonna take that limb. But your why ass is falling face first into fucking. That's why I said it. Ten feet deep. That's why I said I knew he was taking. There's Barkley. No, he lied to you. No, he never told me shit. I was thinking off of what I know about him, and I feel like he can't let Saquon go. That's what I thought. <laughs> he knows I love Saquon. That's my boy. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it I, is. I know that you're going to have. Look at my We don't fuck it. Let me be transparent. I know what you're going to say. I know exactly what you're going to say, and I think when you're, you're spot on with this. <laughs> and you're looking at Saquon. I just feel like it's going to be hard for you to pass him up because it would be hard for me to pass him up because Saquon in that offense, he is that whole offense. You I mean, worried about the snake, boy. No, <laughs> and Jason I'm Garrett, not mad at him. Jason Jason Garrett whole, I, know I know that nigga too, I know that nigga too well. I know him too well. So, okay. so, sweetness, you said there's something wrong taking Patrick Mahomes at number two? No. There was something wrong with my brother telling me that you were going to take oh. Barkley at number two. <laughs> and I, I knew know. the whole time. No, that that, that, that's who it's between, though. That's who it's between, Barkley and Mahomes. That's who it's okay, between. Okay, well, balance the scale. Tomorrow, okay. we will. Don't be surprised out. if I take Barkley, though. Like, now. Hold on to your seat. Now. You guys will all see it tomorrow. And we'll be able to go on live. Put your Put your seatbelts on. Hold on to hey. the armrest. Also, too, tomorrow, I'm already pressed about this. Draft. I'm already pressed about this draft. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. 
Nine o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, your your guys' time. Nine o'clock. We're gonna be going live for the for the draft recap on the Rumboys Fantasy Network. Sweetness, you already went on your off season moves, right? Yeah. Uh, you talking about one on one? Yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. get it. Let's keep going. Go ahead, Doc. Oh man, what I like to do in the off season. I love, man. I love to relax. Not taking and notes on players. You know, no. Though, <laughs> the doc. The doc. The doc listen, needs to take his break. Listen, here, here. In, in the summertime, it's time to take a vacation, go up to the lake, get away from things. But keep your eye on that sports center on that ticker. Find out where those players are moving. Because when you get a DeAndre Hopkins moving to Arizona, that may change his fantasy value. Um, it changes and, upside. Exactly. Exactly. It cha- so things change based on where players are playing. Yes. And I, I think that is one of the more th- important things to watch. Yeah. Uh, watch their personal. Watch their personal situations too, because we got Darius Geis choking who, who, a bit. Uh, decided to be an idiot. Shout out Antonio Gibson. Okay. Uh, AKA. He used to be a friend of the show before. Shout out 53 year old Adrian Peterson. Even. Shout, shout, out, out, shout out my lawyer. Oh, man. Yeah, seriously. Hey, so, shout out my lawyer. So, um, really, <laughs> let's shout out my lawyer, lawyer who kept me out shout of prison. Shout out my motherfucker. Hey, my lawyer is in Evanston. Oh. Shout out to him, bro. Perfect. That real shout dude. out my PD, baby. Chicago area, holla at me. <laughs> hey, Doug, oh, man. go ahead, Doug. Go ahead. So, you know, like I said, just keep an eye out on that off-field, the off-field situation, and make sure your guys that you like aren't getting in trouble, and that they're staying on the team. And uh, keep an eye where people are moving. So keep an eye on that transaction, whether it's rookies or whatever. Okay, so, so I'm gonna keep it going. Hey, 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 let me see that trophy though, Black Hog Nation. So I'm gonna keep it going right here, and we're talking about monitoring things one of the biggest things i like to i like to keep my eyes on is the coaching changes and i've been preaching this for years now and last year i was talking about how greg roman was going to make a big impact on lamar jackson that happened i talked about how gary kubiak was going to make that fucking happen that fucking dalvin cook and that happened i like that one you got to monitor these Coaching changes. The coordinators. You know, now you got Dirk Cutter in Atlanta. He's coming back over there, and he was there last year, and it threw the ball. They threw the ball over six hundred times, and we saw how Julio Jones benefit benefited off that. We saw. Well, I'm gonna eat off that. Shit. Austin Hooper benefited off that, and we saw how motherfucking Julio. Calvin Ridley. Away from my oh, you got you got to keep like, your eyes open, and you got to keep in tune with these coaching changes because they play a big part. So another advice I will give you guys, everybody is listening right now, make sure you guys are subscribed to Bears, Brews, and the Bros. Make sure you guys are following all of us on here because we will give you all that knowledge you guys need. Whatever I don't provide, you best believe that Doc will. Whatever he doesn't, you best believe Sweetness will. Whatever he doesn't, you best believe Renegade will. And best believe to clean it all the fuck up. Bulgar Scott Free Will. So we you don't got you guys nobody. from motherfucking top to motherfucking bottom. That's just what it is. So, so, so you guys make sure you tune in to all of us. Because we got that shit. We all provide. Hey, we so dynamic. good. You go, you're going to like one of us. You, you gonna, you going to like one of us. And if, you might as well. All of us, if, if all of us, <laughs> look, look, check it out. Shout out our wives because we love them all. But if one of us go into a club, all of us go into a club, best believe we're pulling something because we provide <laughs> something. You know what I'm saying? We shoot the club. That's how dynamic like a tractor. I'm pulling, pulling like the most. Trip. You're pulling the second most. But. Ah. Gonna- <laughs> <laughs> hey. He knows I'm going to pull them all if I don't yeah. get drunk. I got dimples. Bogart. I know damn well I'm going to pull them all if I don't get drunk. Brody, yeah. how do you. Brody, Bogart. How do you prepare for the off season when it comes to the draft season? I'm going to second everybody's notion. First of all, all yes. great things you need to know, right? One, two. I love honing in on recency bias. Yes, I love it. 
great players could have a bad year. And then their value, they get built-in value, like a James Conner, like a David Montgomery, like a Chris like Because something that will happen situational or injury-wise that will make these players fall uh, down in the depth, I mean, in, in the ADPs where – you know they're where you know their upside. You should keep them in the top twenty-four. Keep your eye on recency bias on players that are normally synonymous with the top twenty-four. You know what Shout I mean? out OBJ. Shout out OBJ. Shout, Shout out, out Robert, OBJ. Shout out Robert Woods, man. That motherfucker. Yo, 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 yo. Motherfuckers. Robert Woods to OBJ. That name don't even sound right. We're talking about I mean, somebody. Those are good. You know what though? Re- re- religiously, that's a good. That's a good versus battle. That's a religiously, battle. religiously. That's I'm going, Bobby. Religiously, that's, Bobby that's, finishes in the top. Okay, religiously, Bobby finishes as a wide receiver too. Religiously, and no. sometimes, like 2019, he finishes as a wide receiver one. Oh my God, <laughs> what yeah. the fuck? And the best, of, the best ability <laughs> is I know I know OBJ you hate has upside this year. Huh? I think OBJ has upside this year. If you yeah, look at what OBJ's upside is his Brandon. ceiling is way much in more than Woods. Come on now, let's talk. Well, about the fact so that ADP was injured. So was his ADP. His ADP is a steal this year. This is the best you could ever get him. He's injured. Yeah, exactly. So that's a perfect that's a perfect spot to get him this year. If you're gonna buy OBJ, you buy him okay. this year. Okay. You buy him this year. He's you didn't buy him. Yo, 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 yo. I just bought him off of you for cheap. <laughs> it wasn't for cheap. That was a first trade. Top three. Top three that that was a great. Trade. That was great. I think that was, was a that was a fair trade, Brody. That was, let's, just let's, put it like this. I, I ride with two tight ends for a reason. Let's break. I ride for two tight ends for a reason, and I looked at the points last year in a bad year. In the back year, OBJ and Andrews can't almost scored the, the same thing. You can't look at the points last year. But that's where it gives me insight. It does give me insight. Let's break this down. I'm the culprit this of this. In your favor. I'm really, the culprit. This in your favor because if you look at the points from last year, OBJ will not come at those points. Exactly. He's going to come up higher because he's got an actual, actual. So what you're telling me, he's going to be a wide receiver head, too, is what you're telling me. Offensive minded head coach over there now. now tune in. Tune in to episode 98 of the Real Fantasy Playmaker. Yes, sir. Down. Great segue. John yeah. Madden is not following. Tune in to episode 94 of the Playmaker. That's a better episode. We're talking land. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's get this straight. You guys are not following the GMM network. On YouTube, Instagram, all of that, you guys need to do that right now. Hit that smash button. Follow him, subscribe right now. That's what you guys need to do. Hit that. Let's Andrews talk Mark Andrews, holla about, let's, let's talk about tips on draft day. The actual draft day. When you guys are drafting Bogart, go ahead and kick it off. Okay. Since I like it. We're going in snake draft style. Yep. So, you know, this is the COVID season. So we might not be doing live drafts, but if you guys are doing live drafts, I say everyone wear masks, shit like that. And also think diabolical. Smart tip, smart tip. Yeah. Think diabolical. Come through with your own bottle of vodka or Patron Silver and one for the community. And you're pouring mm-hmm. your own and it's full of water. Mm-hmm. And everyone else. <laughs> Think diabolical. Get everyone fucked up. Yo. In live drafts, throw out as many stats and, and blunders as you want. <laughs> Fuck up everyone's mind state. It's war. That's one. Two. Oh, damage. And Bro, now, hey, you only got one. You only got one. Because you got to let that. Well, get, well, I just want to do the opposite. When you're, in, when you're in drafting online, lock in, be in your war room, no distractions. Have your rankings and just move accordingly to your rankings and your tiers. Don't d- think too tough. Just move accordingly. I like that. Keep it simple. Yep. Yeah. Renegade, draft day, what you doing? What, what do you recommend for the people out there? Man, I'm smoking like three or four blunts. I'm I got gonna... these cheapy-ass joints I've been hey, smoking. Comfort zone. Sure. I'm, um, I'm, you know, yeah, get comfortable. Get in your com- comfort zone. Like you said, have your rankings. Have everything ready. 
and I might do one or two mock drafts again just to be ready, just to, you know, ease my mind to see what's going on in there. You know what? We do our research all year, and I think you should do all your research all year that comes down to draft day. So I think draft day should be your most calm day. So we all know our shit. So you should be just calm. Don't stress it. Whatever comes to you, comes to you. Get your guys. Don't think too hard like Bogey says. Get your guys. Stick to your rankings, and don't do nothing stupid. Like it. And remind yourself, this is the real thing. This yeah. is not a drill. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Don't 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 get don't nothing that you don't like, because then you're gonna be end up on bullshit at the bottom of the uh, pole. Yes, sir. Sweetness. All right, we're gonna go like this. Uh, number one rule in draft in the war room: don't panic. If you don't get your guy, don't worry about it. Somebody yeah. snaked you. Somebody sniped you. Stop tripping. You're supposed to have a backup plan every time. Mm-hmm. You got to have the next guy in line. Let him fall mm-hmm. down the line. You got to have your queued up. You're supposed to be queued up by now. So if you're not queued up by now, you're doing something wrong. You're supposed to be queued the fuck up in your mind. You know, which, which guy you want, which player you want. You got to be lined up. You have to be lined up. You got to have A, B, C, D, and E. All the way down to Z, my boy. Yeah. There's too many drafts. They don't go 26 rounds, but We'll do 15, 16, give or take. Yeah. So that's fair enough. You're supposed to have all your guys lined up. Yeah. Back back yourself up. Def yourself up. Handcuff if you can. If you can't, that's okay. But handcuff people. That's handcuff priority. people. And, you know, this is a big one. If you don't get Lamar or Patrick Mahomes, don't reach for a quarterback. You need to not reach for a quarterback. If you don't get Patrick Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, do not reach. Well, you could literally chill until the eighth or ninth round and stack up on position players. Even a tight end won't save you. Even a tight end won't save you. Don't stack. This is what you do. You stack up on position players, and then you go crazy. Quarterback in the ninth, tenth round, I'll take it. Carson Wentz is there. Derek Carr is there. <laughs> Huh. I was with you until you said Derek Carr. I was with you until you said Derek Carr. That was a great that was a great that was a great point right there until you said fucking Derek Carr. I mean we're talking about one QB league, so yeah. I don't think you wanna wait too long. But I mean I I'm I'm rocking with what you're saying. It's just don't wait too long for that number one QB. So, yeah, don't I, wait I, I don't wait to Derek Carr, folks. Yeah, don't don't wait. <laughs> don't wait He's not even being drafted. Yeah, yeah. Right, Doc. Go ahead, Doc. So I was going to say it depends what type of league you're in waiting on a quarterback. As a, standard, as a standard rule, one quarterback league, I agree with sweetness. Once the first two are gone, don't don't worry about it. Don't uh, don't, don't panic. Don't panic. That Never panic. You guys, <laughs> you guys had it right. Don't panic. Uh, my biggest thing is don't overthink it. Man. Just it, you have players in your mind that you want to draft. If they're there, just take them. Don't don't talk yourself out of the guy you want. If you want, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter who we're talking about. If you want Michael Thomas and he's there, take him. Nothing Thomas tomorrow. I'm saying this because you know, Smoking Jay. Everybody on here knows I love Michael Thomas. Uh, Everybody so, on here knows that you're drafting him tomorrow. Whatever, we'll see, man. We'll see if he's. Hey, if Doc, he's I got, man. Doc, no, Doc, I got it. I got him drafting him. No, no doubt. Hey, I, I, I love that point, but I got a little rebuttal to that because uh, I want to hear this. Uh, me and uh, Smoking Jay, Fornicator, whatever you want to call him, we got a lot, a lot of aliases. I got a lot of. But them. uh, the more the merrier. You know, Johnny, but um. I I actually was texting him during our draft and I was telling him players like I was strategizing for. So I would actually skip my guy strategizing in the position wise yes. and pick up another guy more valuable to other guys. So if I'm there, I'll grab a more, more value guy to other guys knowing they'll pass up my guy. 
like uh, OBJ. Some guys pass up on him, and in the right position, I will pass him up a couple times. You can still fall to you still. Yeah, and still fall to me, and I I done it. Game you play, and I love it. You you gotta play it right. You gotta play it right. It could bite you in the ass, but you know, if you play it right, you can. You're gonna you're gonna get OBJ in the second round, no doubt. No doubt. There's no doubt. Don't put a pass him. He no, believes in him that much that he would. So my boys used to 10-man drafts. This is 12-man. And when the OBJ well, drafts. Hey, what are you used to, uh, Sweetness? Nah, whatever. I'm a chameleon, bro. I change with the times. Hey, I got, I I got titles. I got titles to represent. I change like man. the times change. We <laughs> got titles, baby. Well, well, yeah, yeah, I, think, I think in a nutshell, Renegade changed too. too baby. Shout out Johnny Manziel. Shout out. <laughs> shout out Blake Bortles. Shout out, Derek. shout out Derek Henry. Bro, shout out Juju. Shout out, shout out Derek Henry, my boy. Hey, look hey. sweetness. Hey, sweetness. Hey, I'm, 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 like, I'm like this, bro. Let me, I'm like this, bro. Let me, let me, this, bro. Let me, yeah. let me close right. this part of it. Salute. And I will say this. And salute because I fucking love you guys. And let me take a sip. And I, was, I, I was hitting them with that. With that. I was hitting them with there. the high praise. All the, all the bros and all the sis. Sisters out there, take this salute with us. Yep. Hey, to good and, health and to all the fantasy success in the world. Yes, sir. Yeah. So my, tip, my tip is this. My tip is this. Do not enter a draft with a specific strategy. Because I feel like when you guys enter yeah. a draft with a specific strategy, you saw your Bruce Lee rule. You Call it whatever you want. Learn how to adjust. Yeah. Water. Learn be how to adjust. water. Yes. Be water. No, be the cup. Yes. And not only that. Not Cooper because, Cup. Because because it is. Look, check it out. If you guys go with the mentality you want to go wide receiver heavy, you're gonna miss on some running backs. If you go in there with a running back heavy mentality, you're gonna miss on some running backs. Or excuse me, on some wide receivers. If you go balance in that third round, let's say you go running back, receiver, or wide receiver, running back. In that third round, your options are unlimited. You could get whoever you want. But if you go RB, RB, you're looking at just strictly wide receiver for the most part in the third round. Or vice versa, if you go wide receiver, wide receiver, you're looking at just running back in that third round. I like my options to be unlimited. You guys got to think the same way. Because at the end of the day is this. You want to get the best player available. That's what I'm all about. Get the best player available. Even if you, like, for, for, for instance, I'm a big Kenyon Drake fan. At the same time, I'm not going to pass up on a Julio Jones. I have Julio Jones rated number three. I have Kenyon Drake rated number six. Yes, I preach Kenyon Drake all day. But at the same time, I'm not stupid, okay? I'll grab that Julio Jones if he's there. Over a Kenyan Drake, okay? You guys got to pay attention and stay in tune with that type of shit, okay? So, yes, we appreciate you guys following all of us. We love that shit. And you guys got to stay in tune with this episode because this shit right here, we're going to kick some knowledge to you guys. We're going to kick some game to you guys. Grab the best available is what I'm preaching. Do not fall into that trap. Where you enter into enter a draft and you're like, I'm going running back heavy no matter what. No, don't do that. You're limiting yourself. Because let's say you go running back heavy those first two. And then round three, there's a running back that's super nice that falls to you. Super nice. You're going to have to skip out of him because you got to get a right receiver. You don't want to do him. that. I'll take don't him. Be, don't be that guy. Do not be that guy. All right. So... That's tips on draft day. Let's go into the regular season week by week. Bogart, what advice do you have for those people after the draft is over? We're going week by week. Go ahead. Okay. So when we're going week by week, right, early on in the year, play your best – play your, your highest-ranked players like, like that are considered must-starts. When you get into the – four weeks into it, and then you can look at data because now you have data on player matchups, cornerbacks for your, for your, versus your, your receivers, uh, you know, run defenses versus your, your running backs. I will always preach that 
if they're if they're a must start, you always start them. That's why they're a must start. But now you can now after four weeks of data, you get to look at streaming options like who's the shitty cornerback that I'm, everyone's shitting on. Okay, I can stream this receiver against him. You know what I mean? Because when you get into by once you get into week four, that's when you start seeing bye weeks and beyond. Follow the data on these player matchups when it comes to the defensive players that are playing against your skill position guy. Like that. I like that shit a lot. Renegade, what you got? Um, yeah, I got I like looking at the schedule, see what I mean, you guys know, I mean we got our starters, our starters, but sometimes you can't be scared to sit one of those starters down. Like at the flex, don't be scared to flip in and out. Sometimes even at your yeah, wide receiver three, don't be scared to sit one of them guys down and put another star in. Sometimes we do that and we win big on that, you know. Some people look at us like, Why you sitting dude down? Like just watch, you know. This guy's gonna eat against that. That's that's, that's big facts right there, Brody. Yeah, you know, and uh uh, uh, another thing. Yeah, don't don't get too cute, but you know you got to know what you're doing and what defense you're playing against. You gotta have the and, boss uh, do that sometimes. Yeah, you gotta you, you gotta got have to. the boss to sit a guy down. You know, if it's, you got a tough matchup and you know this dude just fails every time, and he doesn't fall into the must start category, you can consider sitting the guy down if it's a bad matchup. Yeah, and another thing, uh, like last year, uh, Darren Waller wasn't too big. I like scanning that waiver wire, and I want to see how many targets. Uh, guys get and a lot of you know uh smoking jay fornicator knows i'm big on tight end somehow i find them everywhere but uh i found waller and i seen how many targets he was absorbing last year and i snatched him up so you know he he balled out and i i say scan that waiver wire read everything you can about these these guys on the waiver wire you know and uh don't wait till next week i think uh you should pick one up stash them and don't be scared. They have a bad week. Don't dump them. Just wait. See how they go at the three or four games. Then you dump them. See what you do with yes, them. Yes, sir. But, I like, um, can I add something to that real quick? Yeah, yeah, go no, ahead. Like, no, no, you can't. No, you, no, you can't. No, you can't. No, watch, watch snap count. <laughs> watch snap count. Yeah, snap counts. Yep. Because that that that's always the precursor to who's going to be a hot waiver wire pickup. If there's a guy in whatever position, his snaps are going up. You know what I mean? And then he starts to show it on the field. Everyone's going to rush to the waiver wire for this guy. So watch snap counts. That's, so you could even pick up a guy for cheap or, or if it's fab budget or pick up a guy earlier off the waivers before he's a hot waiver wire target. Oh, and look at people's go dumpster diving. You know what I mean? That's not, that's not my exactly. job. Yeah. I like, I like that. Yeah, because people, if in order to pick someone up, they're going to drop someone off. So always after the waivers run, always look at who is dropped because they might be dropping like a mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like you got to watch out for situational uh, pickups too. Like uh, some people, they rush to players that oh, just, oh a one week, two week injury. Oh, they get hurt. Oh, let, let me pick this guy up. He's gonna ball out. Yeah, for one two weeks, I'm not gonna waste my waiver wire or my bid money yeah. on that. Be smarter about that situation. And then the first couple weeks, don't be too high on a player either or because or, uh, the situation could turn quick in the beginning one two three four weeks you know you can lose out yeah you can lose out you you're not blocking well hey that running back is out of there he's he don't know how to block he can't uh protect the blitz or the quarterback get the fuck out new new opportunities so you know don't be scared don't don't stick to a guy either don't be scared to make a change all right yeah, I'm with all that shit, bro. Good, good, good fucking shit, bro. Sweetness, you up next, bro. Regular season tips for the whole year. Let's talk about some waiver strategies too, if you got them. Let's go. We're talking uh, regular season tips. Yep. Yeah, regular season throughout the whole year. So, um, my biggest take on on this is basically, um, in in PPR especially because you need to be able Only to PPR. Especially PPR. <laughs> yeah, if you're not doing if you're not doing PPR, then you really ain't doing shit. We don't yeah, know what you're consider doing. your fantasy life. Yeah, consider your whole just your general life. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, but big facts like you need to adjust 
with the times and don't be stingy. Like if you're losing, you're losing, bro. That's it. You need to make a change. Um, I've had, I've done the same shit. I like that. I'm losing, stick to your script. Nah, bro, this doesn't work. usually work out. Your boys are not balling out. You need to make a change and you need to make it drastically. You need to make it quickly because if you're not popping, your team's not popping. And usually what happens is you want to stick to your guts and shit, but that doesn't work out. It doesn't, it hasn't worked for me. So I'm giving you off of experience. You need to change everything up. You need to take gambles. If you're doing this fantasy shit like we're doing it, a gambling motherfucker is usually the motherfucker that wins because he knows things that happen before they happen. So he gambles. So he goes and when he pops, he pops hard. So that's that's my go-to. You got to you got to be able to forecast. Yeah. You got to be able to forecast. Right. Very much. Yes. Yes. Good shit, bro. All right, doc. What do you recommend for the people? Any tips? strategies throughout the regular season. Okay. You guys have covered some good things. Definitely. Fantastic. Um, The best suggestion I can give you is tune in to Bears, Brews, and the Bros because we got you covered. So, uh, you know, you want to know who to pick up? The Bears. Got you. You want to know injuries? You're talking to the doc. I got you. Uh, on a more serious note, but seriously, tune into Bears, Bruises, and the Bros. You already know. Uh, one thing that I have to say is make sure you have like a set day that you go and you check all your lineups. If you're in multiple leagues, mm. it's easy to get distracted following one. Don't be, one, don't be a manager who forgets to set a lineup and has a player on a bye starting because everybody else in the league hates you for that. Or, an, or an injured player. We, or an injured player, we, whatever, you know, whatever my, it may be. In my, big money league, in my big money league, we charge people $20 to fuck when they fuck up like that. Oh, dude, can we put that in the oh, can we dump that? Can we, Yo, literally, I feel like we should stay, stamp that shit. But exactly. So we're not we're not gonna do that for the SBI because then that's just like you know what I mean that's it's that, fair, so we should do it. We should have already sustained that then. Okay, you know what I mean? whatever. Anyway, let's just make yeah, sure because the rules because the rules have been slated already. Just right? Set your Except for trading picks, apparently. Sure. There's nothing wrong with trading picks. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with trading picks. Yeah, but we didn't say it was against. I hate assholes that do that. So right. do I. Let me let me, let me get into it. He just traded his number fucking three. Yeah. So what? He's a scumbag. Look at him. Look at him right now. Uh, yeah. Exactly. Listen, Who's up on? All right. So check it out. I'm a scumbag. Doc you wanted me first. You wanted the five. He wanted the five. I told him trade work. What happened? I so check it out. I'm gonna I I am going to close this one out. We're talking about regular season tips. So a a couple of different strategies that I like to do. I like to go quarterback week to week if I don't get that quarterback I love, like Patrick Mm -hmm. Mahomes, Lamar, Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson, or Kyler Murray. So, like, you guys got to project out. Look at that schedule, okay? If you're one of those teams that don't end up getting one of those top premier quarterbacks, look at that schedule and stack up. Get you a Matthew Stafford. Get you a Joe Burrow. Yes, Joe Burrow has a tough Get you uh, a tool. schedule at the beginning of the year. But stay in tune with the matchups, okay? If you got to play that quarterback week by week type of thing, do that. Same thing with defense. Same thing with the defense. If you guys are one of those managers that like to play a defense week by week, I'm one of those guys too. So stay in tune with those matchups. Project it out. Look three. at who. Look at who. The, look at the, look at who the Seahawks are playing for the next two or three weeks. You know what I'm saying? The Seahawks defense is a defense that's being slept. Look at the Steelers. You know what I'm saying? Look at look at even the Dolphins. Well, Dolphins you can't yeah, look at this. The Steelers are literally ranked number one. Well, whatever. The Steelers whatever. are literally ranked number one. You know at that, the, right? At the, end, at the end of the day, you guys, look, look at the matchups, okay? Look at the Chargers, yes. I like that, too. Look at the matchups, Oh, yeah, okay? the Chargers. You guys oh, got to look yeah. at that. Because when you're playing a week-by-week week quarterback or defense type of thing, project it out. Look at the matchups for the next two or three weeks. 
And that's going to set you up in prime position to There's succeed. two factors. So, two factors yes. on, on what Smokey's talking about. Two factors in picking a defense, and we're talking about down the line. Uh, a prolific pass rusher with a fucking DB that could do shit like Eddie Jackson or you have to have a pass rusher, an elite pass rusher like Khalil Mack with Bo Jack in the back. So if Derwin James and Nick Bosa do shit like that or whatever the case, that's what you got to do. Ever Broncos is a sneaky yeah. defense. That yeah, Von, Von Miller Bosa. with the backside, yep. Yes, definitely, definitely. Even I like Tampa the Buccaneers Bay. defense, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. thank yeah. you. Thank I'm you. out of that. I'm telling people things. We're not talking about so much as of right now. Renegade. Tom, Tom Brady makes that defense better. It sounds deep, it sounds weird, right but well, number one run deep. Yeah, it doesn't sound weird. That sounds accurate. I mean, yeah, that's thirty turnovers. Not gonna happen. They're listening to this right now. If you guys are playing that role, you get you guys are playing a quarterback week to week or defense week to week. Get at us. We will give those recommendations. We have no problems with options. We got you guys. Bro, check it out. That league you guys are in, we got them right where we want them. I'll just put it like that. Reach out, and we got you guys. So we're going to go to the next segment, and it is the last segment. We we're talking about playoff strategy. Anything you guys got to say about playoff strategy leading up to it or during it? Bogart, kick it off. I'd say in a fab budget league, budget yourself, pun intended, up until the playoffs because workhorse running backs, they tend to get hurt. If they are workhorse running backs, the weather gets colder. They can get hurt. You might need to have to save your fab budget to blow it on a backup because other motherfuckers that are just cheap as fuck might just have a hell of monies, you know what I'm saying, and be able to snake that from you. Money. So you, right? So just, you know, save up your, your, your ducats. Save up your chickens. You know what I mean? Uh, in fab, spend white. March on this, baby. Yeah, right. You know that's the bay thing. You know what I'm saying? Several chickens is what we're after. You know what I'm saying? Um. Also, I will say, play, uh, like it's kind of a callback to what I said earlier. You know what I mean? We, after the first four weeks, you have solid data to go by as far as player matchups. By the time you get to week 13, which is the last week of the regular fantasy season. You uh, you know, apparently you're going to have a ton of data and you're going to be able to look at, you know, the forecast of the, your fantasy matchups in the playoffs. So, you know, you might even look towards a trade deadline, even before week 13. You might be able to look at a player upon recency bias that's a good player, but maybe been shitty. And then you look at his, his fantasy playoff schedule. He has a good schedule. You might be able to pounce on that owner and be like, hey, man, let me get him up off your hands. He's been doing bad for you, but he's a notable player. Like, for example, last year I had a ton of DeAndre Hopkins. I never drafted him anywhere last year, but I had him almost in 100% of my leagues by, by, that, by, by the middle of the year because managers were upset with him. I was able to get him up off him because I looked at the stretch. He had a lot of soft secondaries he was going to play against. So I pounced on that move. So I would look at recency bias uh, as far as players that are doing bad that are big names, right? You and you target teams that are in the hunt that are trying to, that are you know not on the cusp. You target those teams to get players off of them, right? And you offer them stable players that are that have been you know because by this time of year you're gonna be able to look at what they've been doing. Get the big names with the high upside that have a soft schedule moving forward in the playoffs. Yep. Secure shit like that. Even, even your running backs that are workhorses and they're like, say you have a Dalvin Cook and there's some dickhead that had Dalvin uh, uh, Alexander Madison the whole time. He's not doing shit with him. Trade, make a trade for him because knowing that you can secure yourself in the playoffs. Yep. I mean, well, at that at that point, very important. At that point in the season, he probably already dropped him because well, he was yeah, probably, but, you but know, there might be, like I said, there might be a dickhead. I, I didn't say, I didn't phrase it as a dickhead. There might be a dickhead that's holding on to a Kareem Hunt, holding on to an Alexander Madison. You might be a Chubb or a Cook owner. Who's the oh, tightest handcuff? Who's the tightest handcuff? Madison. 
Who's the best handcuffs? Edison. It's got to be Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. It's got to be Kareem Hunt. But he's also the most expensive. I don't think so. Kareem Hunt already has his role. Kareem Hunt has his role on that team. Well, I think it's just a sense if one one or the other goes down. That's in that sense. Definitely no. has his role on that team, bro. He has a role. This is this is. No, 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 check this out. Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to hear that. I'll go right after you. I'll go right after you. Let me tell you something right now. You say I'll go right after you. Los Angeles Chargers last year, when Melvin Gordon came back, they had Melvin Gordon and Austin Eckler, and we saw both of them thrive. This is the Cleveland Browns on a whole different level, on a better level even. And Nick Chubb is going to fucking eat, and Kareem Hunt is going to do the same thing behind that old line that is very much improved. So I don't want to fucking hear that shit, bro. Kareem Hunt, yes, an injury waiting to happen. Okay, fine. That could happen anywhere in the league, bro. That could happen anywhere. He's the best. Yeah, yeah, but that's the best backup. That's the best backup. He's the best. He's the best backup. He's the best handcuff. Definitely not. I don't think so. He's the better backup. Because I think he's, he's, not, he's the not a backup to begin with. No, no, no. I don't have that handcuff. He's the best handcuff. He's not a backup to begin with. I didn't that's say that. running, that's didn't their backup back. at running he's back. That's their running back. He's a handcuff. He's not a backup. No, so I think he's a handcuff. Who's gonna fill that spot? Who's gonna fill that spot if Nick Chubb comes goes down? Kareem Hunt will be that oh, running oh, back oh, one. Oh, and I'm never oh, betting on an injury. Let's be never. honest. I'm not betting on an injury either. But I cannot disregard the fact that Kareem Hunt's already relevant. So he's yeah. already That's relevant. That's even more of offside. That's who what I'm saying. You? That's what I'm saying. Who, wait. Shut. Who are Alexander you? Madison is not relevant unless Dalvin I want to call you on specifically. Who are you, first off, to say that Kareem Hunt is going to take over a Nick Chubb role? Listen, Nick Chubb has who, that role. Who, hold on. Who are, talking, who are you talking to right now? Pocket. No, I'm talking to you. Listen. Oh, no shot. No shot. No, no. All the shots. Listen. Nick Chubb, Nick <laughs> all Chubb, the shots. <laughs> Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb. Best of it for the rest of it. Of his own. Think about this and think about this right now. Nick You're Chubb was talking about the, wait, You're wait, wait. talking about the Browns. Wait, 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 wait. Nick Chubb was the number two rushing leader last year yes. and on I own that him. team. And, and I own Cleveland, him. Cleveland Browns ranked number 19 in rushing attempts. We talked about this earlier. I know. I don't care. I'm saying it again because it's it's relevant. Well, what's more Nick relevant? Chubb is the number two rushing running back on a team that was more worse than middle of the pack in rushing. Even right. a Freddie Kitchens offense that sucked. Right. And that's why we are projecting that OBJ is going to do better. That's why we are projecting that Nick Chubb is going to do better, bro. Jarvis Landry is gonna do better. Do not sell the people short here. Who who's your who's your best handcuff, Fornicator? My best handcuff, honestly. Madison. Madison. But look, Madison, look, 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 look. right now. Let him speak. Let him speak. Let him speak. He got to tell his side. Let no, me tell mine. He's asking me directly. Well, you, well, you, you let him know. answer. Let him answer. Let him answer. No, but you sold. And, okay, okay. I'm gonna let you talk. But you sold my handcuff short. Let me sell yours short. He's not a handcuff. He's got a role on that team already. That's why people are drafting him in the fifth round. He is not a handcuff. Okay? So who is the handcuff? He's not a handcuff. Who is the fifth round pick? I'm asking you, who is the handcuff? He's a starter. That's what you're saying. He's, He's a, a starter. starter. He's a flex option, running back two option even. To okay. me, handcuff is Alexander Madison. A handcuff, handcuff. handcuff is a person. Chase Edmonds and a handcuff. Edmonds even. A handcuff is a person Cody that takes. A handcuff is a person. Boston Scott. A handcuff is a person that takes touches from people when they Scott. get injured, or yeah. they just don't play for whatever reason. That's what a handcuff is, right? Yes. And Kareem Hunt will do that. Yes. If he's already got a role on the team, though. I, he's not a handcuff. I'm asking you a question. I think bro. you could say that about any player, though. Every player has a role on the Kareem team. Kareem Hunt is on a different level than a Tom Shroomin and a motherfucker. Is on a different I'm just level saying. Than Alexander Madison. I'm I agree. I agree. You can start. Brody, Renegade. But Brody. that's, yeah, Brody, but that's why we're saying he's the best. Brody, Brody, who would you rather have in your flex? Kareem Hunt or Alexander Madison or Tony Pollard? It's Kareem easy. Hunt. Yeah, he's not a he's not a he's not a direct handcuff. I mean he is a handcuff, 
but he already has value. Where you guys are drafting him in the fifth round. You know what? He's like he was like a, 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 a Damian Williams and a Hilaire. That was the same situation, and that was like a handcuff situation though as well though. Because if you handcuff those two, that would be a perfect situation right now. Yeah, and you're you getting a running back one. You're, you're looking, you're looking real good. Yeah. You're looking real good because you could say refill. you could say those both guys are good because Damian okay. Williams he ate last year and and Hilaire he got a lot of potential so. Okay, Doc, you have go ahead. Playoff strategy. Do you have anything for the playoff strategy? My God. Thank you. I thought we were never going to get to me. You guys got off on that handcuff tangent way too much, but that's okay. I still love you. Playoff strategy. You want to know a playoff strategy? Yes. Look out for the teams that secured a playoff already. As far as, as far as the real NFL teams go, because you know they're sitting players. And if you got one of those players that's sitting, you best get a, quote, handcuff. Take them up. I will say, a it's going to be different this year. With the seventh, the addition of the seventh seed, we're going to see less players being sat down because it's going to be a bloodbath all the way down to the wire. Because there's only one by-week team. In right, but there's, there's still people who have clinched a spot. That's what I'm saying. If There's still people who have clinched a spot. If you clinch, if you clinch a playoff berth, but you don't have home field advantage or you don't have that first-round buy, you're still going to sit somebody to get them some rest. So I, that's, that's my thing, is watch the playoff teams who have clinched spots who are resting players. If they're resting players, you're going to get screwed in your championship. Yeah. And you got to be careful. Nobody likes I'm that. I'm in a conundrum. All right. I, cannot, I cannot oh. imagine the people who were Peyton Manning owners. Okay. So carried them to the championship, and then you got sat, and you got screwed. I just, I just want to throw some sauce on top of that because it made me think about some shit. When you draft your players, and I know it's hard to do it, but you kind of have to – you kind of have to want to think about their playoff schedule and their championship schedule. So if they're playing garbage teams at the end of your fantasy season, I mean, I know talent is talent, but I mean, what more do you want from a talented guy that also has a good ass playoff and a championship schedule? You know what I'm saying? When they're in contention, which is up to Doc's point, you know, when you're in contention, that's when you, that's when you have to do shit like that. All right, yeah. so for me, the, the the advice I got for everybody out there, when you're in the playoffs, you got to pay attention to everybody else, all the other teams in there. If there are people draft or, excuse me, streaming defenses, you Play grab a defense. Pick. You grab a defense that could hurt you in a week prior, you know what I'm saying, in the next week or two, yeah. you grab them those defenses. If there's people that are drafting, or excuse me, stream quarterbacks, you grab a quarterback that could hurt you in the next week or two. Same thing with the tight ends. Same thing with the wide receivers. Same thing with running backs. Pay attention to who makes it to the playoffs. Pay attention to their strategies that they've been doing. And if they're one of those teams that have been, you know, week to week streaming defenses, streaming quarterbacks, streaming tight ends, you grab those guys and stack them on your team because you got nothing to lose. The handcuffs don't matter anymore. If you're entering the championship week and Dalvin Cook is healthy, you drop Alexander Madison. If you're entering into championship week and Kenyon Drake is healthy, you drop a Chase Edmonds. If you're entering into championship week and you got Zeke, you drop a Tony Pollard. But if you're going into championship week and you have Kareem Hunt, you won't drop him. No, because I already stated that he's already a starter. And you drop them, you drop them uh, accordingly. Like worth if if they're off waivers for two days, worth a bigger drop hit. Them where yeah. your opponent can't pick them up because this is a world of Corona we're living in. So yeah, you wouldn't want something to happen, and then you, then you're ineligible, eligible of picking that said player up just in case. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. I think you guys get the gist of it. All the bros out there, all the sisters out there. And sure I will say, too, with everything 
that we've said to, there's a lot, there's a, there's a common denominator. Know your league mates. Yes. Know, know their mannerisms. By the time you get into the playoffs, you're going to be fully aware of what everyone likes to do, how they approach it, or, you, or you're a dumbass. You should be paying attention to your league mates because every league is different. You need to know that league like the back of your hand. Facts. So, Facts yeah. like a motherfucker, straight up. Yeah. All right. So, for the rest of the bros here, for Fantasy Renegade, Fantasy Sweetness, Doc PLC, Ogre Scott Free from the GM, all the smoke. I am Smoking J. We appreciate you guys rocking with us the way you guys do. Any suggestions, <laughs> let us know where we can improve. We got you guys. We hope this episode is beneficial to you guys. We hope you guys can dominate your leagues. If there's any extra questions you guys have, please send them through the DMs. We are very, very active on social media. We are very active on social media. We're all about helping you guys. And we do the homework. We are we are grinding straight up. We are no grinding grinder. We are not a motherfucking grinder. You know what I'm saying? But we are grinding in this motherfucker, bro. We're trying to give you guys that knowledge uh, you guys need. This isn't grinder.com. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Hey. Give us money. Shout out, everybody. Shout grinder, out give us money. Shout out, shout out the playmakers. That I get so plain. Give us money. <laughs> shout out the bros that are fucking with us. There's no thoughts on that shit. Let's get it, baby. We will catch yeah. you guys in the next one. This is Bears, Bruce, and the bros. You guys, you guys know how we're rocking. Let's get it, baby.